Should I move credit card debt to a personal loan? This is a question in the minds of many of our investivas who can't start investing because they are in credit card debt. And if that's you, then you are in luck because my guest today is Beverly Harzog, who is a nationally recognized personal finance and credit card expert for U.S. News and World Report. She's also the best-selling and award-winning author of five personal finance books. Before she became a credit card expert, though, she actually maxed out seven credit cards and racked up more than $20,000 worth of credit card debt, and she was able to get out of it in only two years. And that's why there is no one better than her to share the debt payment strategy that you can use for your personal credit. This will be the first of a trilogy on credit card debt, so make sure you're subscribed to our channel. If you have any questions that you want Beverly to answer in our next episodes, make sure you leave a comment comment below and let me know. And don't forget to share this video with anyone you know who is under the burden of credit card debt. My name is Kiana Danielle. I'm the founder of the Invest Diva movement. Now let's go and say hi to Beverly. One of them is, should I move my credit card debt to a personal loan? Is that something that... That is a question I get all the time, Kiana. And, you know, it really depends on what your situation is. Okay, let's say you've got credit card debt, but that you still have excellent credit. And it's possible to do that, especially if you have high limits on your credit cards. Um, if you have excellent credit, you can move it to a balance transfer credit card, and then you can spend anywhere from, say, 12 to 21 months paying down that balance interest-free. You'll get a 0% APR. So that works if you've got great credit. If you don't have uh, great credit, uh, you might look at a debt consolidation type of loan, so it, which falls under the umbrella of a personal loan. Uh, you won't get 0% APR, but you might end up better off if you have a high APR, you know, on the cards with your credit card debt. So, so at some point, if you don't have great credit, it's really just how can we get you to the point where you pay the least amount of interest as possible. And uh, that's, that's possible as long as you do some research and you know what your, what your credit standing is. So can you clarify for our audience what an APR exactly is? Sure, it's an annual percentage rate. And this is the cost of borrowing monies. And so if you have, say, a 20% um, APR in your credit card, that's the interest rate you pay. And that's broken down you know, by month. And if you carry a balance, you start paying compound interest, okay? So then you end up paying interest on your interest. It's, it's a bad, evil situation. So it's very important with credit cards to pay your bill in full by the due date. Don't carry a balance and you really have an interest-free loan. I mean, this is just, when I came to the U.S. and I noticed that people are not paying their credit card balance right on time, I was shocked. I'm like, how is that even possible? Why is this not taught in high schools? And why are people just thinking that this is the money that they don't have that they can spend and not pay back? Yeah. And I've learned the hard way that people actually just don't pay attention to how important it is to right. It, yeah. It's not, it's not free money. This is, you should only, you know, make 
spend the money that you have. Mm -hmm. But so I feel like credit card companies, maybe they came along promoting this type of behavior because they wanted to be relevant. And then they, they ended up in this mess. Are there any positive things about credit cards? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Now, I will confess, I was once in terrible credit card debt myself. <laughs> and this happened to me right after college. I got a bunch of credit cards, maxed them all out. Actually, ended up losing all my cards because my credit was so bad at that point. And then I decided to become a finance writer. Uh, and I did this because I wanted to empower myself. I wanted to learn about all this stuff because, you know, honestly, credit is not intuitive. Sometimes it doesn't really even make a whole lot of sense, especially when we talk about credit scores, but it's something that you can learn. And I find that the more people learn about credit and how to use credit cards responsibly, uh, the better it is for their overall financial health. If you have an excellent credit score, and credit cards are a great way to do that if you use it responsibly. If you have an excellent credit score, you'll save money on other things in your life. You pay less for health insurance premiums, life insurance, car insurance. You'll get the best mortgage rates, which can save you thousands over the, the life of, uh, of a mortgage loan. So it, there are definitely benefits to it. And uh, you know, I personally make a couple of thousand dollars a year in rewards. <laughs> so I use my card strategically, never carry a balance. I have a nice solid emergency fund just in case something goes wrong in my life, uh, you know, as my backup. Um, but yeah, that you can really benefit from them. But not everybody can use them responsibly. You know, either they don't want to take the time to learn or they really do have a problem with impulse spending, uh, which was, I had that kind of a problem once. So, you know, you've got to be really honest with yourself. You could use them responsibly. Yes, it's a great tool. That was great insights. And I, I cannot wait for you to talk about how you got out of your credit card debt, but we will leave this for the next segment that we have with you. Thank you so much, Beverly, for joining us today. And you guys watching at home, you heard her, don't be in credit card debt. And if you are, in the next interview with Beverly, we're going to find out how to get rid of your credit card debt. So stay tuned. Uh.